0: hey it's fat chat join us as we demystify the fat experience through discussions of sex art swimwear and and each each other other. we try to keep it light but it can definitely
1: get heavy so So come come with with us. us Hello, podcast babies! I'm Jesse Oliver,
0: and I am Makita Loney,
2: and I'm Maureen Smith. Here, back again for more fat things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all, about those fat things. Fat things. Uh, should we tell tell our our podcast friends what we're doing today? For sure. Um, so we are here in one of our batch recording sessions. Doing the thing. And we realized that the last time we recorded, we asked our friends on Sounding Board, which is a Scoppy, um, a Scoppy Facebook group, um, any questions that they had for us. And we got some questions back. So, we're doing the first in- ever installment of pulling questions from the fish bowl. Fish bowl. Fat fish bowl. <laughs> fat fish bowl. Fat fish. Fishies. <laughs> fat fishies. <laughs> fish bowl. We, made, uh, yeah, we, could, we could literally do this for 10 more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but should we? Who no. knows? All right. So, let's do we want to just dive in? Yeah. Cool, cool. So, um, we have so i'm going to i'm going to address all of them and just so that everyone feels heard however there will be some redundant redundancies um so the first question is from uh yasmin who is um a copywriter um she said oh the the prompt was we're recording for fat chat tonight hit us with what requests for what you'd like us to talk about yasmin said chairs <laughs> In theaters, they're especially too small and squished together. In some restaurants, there are weird armrests that cut into you. So, chairs. So,
1: I will say that we just recorded uh, an episode where Mm -hmm. we addressed chairs in restaurants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what I will say about theater chairs, and this will be a brief answer. Yeah. Is, like, sometimes I go to a theater, A, there's always arms on those chairs. Yeah. So, brook. But, B... Like, I'm thinking of lyrics specifically. In some places, the chairs are, like, totally fine. Yeah. And then you'll go to a different section of that theater, and I'll be like, ooh, I'm, like, at an angle. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I have, like, like, angled my body into this chair. And I I feel like the lack of consistency can be hard. Mm -hmm. For real. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: No, I am, like going out to, like, see a movie or see a theater, like, a show at a theater, specifically with Daniel, my boyfriend, like, he's, he's, like, kind of, like, small fat, and I'm fat, (laughs) and so, like, the two of us sitting in a chair... Like, he's just a large person. (laughs) Um, And so, like, me and him, like, sitting next to each other at a theater, like, inevitably one of us has to, like, put our arm around the other one because we're otherwise it's like our arms are, like, smushed up against each other and Mm -hmm. it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. And it makes going to the theater really uncomfortable
1: and shitty. Yeah, it does. I'm just getting better about claiming my space, especially if I'm there with, like, people I know. I'll just put my arm around them. Yeah. Period. Period. Yeah. Claim my space. Yeah. Claim my space.
2: My <laughs> Claim my friends. Claim
1: my friends. This yeah. is my friend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I always, I have this thing, and I don't know if it's just like, if it's a fat thing or if it's just a me thing. I always prefer to be on an exit row. Oh, me too. Like an aisle row. Except on planes, I'll usually take the window. Ooh, I I'll take usually the... take the aisle row because I can then sort of like angle yeah. this way. Yeah. But whereas, like. With the window,
0: I always feel like I'm like this. Like, I have to, like, dislocate my arms. See, like, I, 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 I take into account, like, that tiny extra half an inch you get with the window. So I kind of push myself into the window so I have extra space. Oh, the way, maybe it's just... Uh, Depending on, of course, the plane. Yeah, on. I was going to say, yeah. because the last couple of times I've had to fly
1: on a window, it's, like, been, it's actually, come, the plane has come out. Where oh yeah, where it comes in, in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then it it dips in. So I'm not,
0: I don't get any window space. I'm actually like have something. In my arms. See, I'm kind of the person that like conks out on a plane. So like when the snack cart thing comes by, and they're like, "Oh, you're in the," and I feel like get fucking rammed by the snack cart. And I'm That's like,
1: fair.
2: Ah,
0: oh, you know what?
1: <laughs> I'm just the person who never sleeps, let alone on
2: planes. So. <laughs> no, I haven't been on a plane since I was small fat, and I I haven't been on a plane since May. Uh, yeah, May of 2016. <laughs> which is what because that's wild I drive I drive everywhere like we go out and see Daniel's family out on Long Island twice a year and we drive because like the dynamic of Daniel's family is like it's good to have your own transportation Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's good to be able to leave (laughs) I also I'm well
1: you know when I lived in Denver that last year I lived in Denver I drove to and from Chicago nine separate times, and it ruined oh. me forever. Oh. Like, I just don't want to ever do that drive. That drive is a 17-hour drive. Oh, And I would do the drive back in one sitting. Oh, God. Right? And so I'm just sort of like, oh, give me all the planes. So, like, I was mm-hmm. on a plane three weeks ago. Yeah. And that was, I took Frontier on the way out. See, and I've that never was, touched Frontier. Oh, it's like, it's like... <laughs> It really feels like the apocalypse has already happened. Oh my god. Also, <laughs> I like forgot that Frontier was now fully in the international terminal at in O'Hare. So I was oh, like Oh is it really? Yeah, so like oh. I had the the lift driver take me to Terminal 3 and was like, Oh sorry, can we actually swing to Terminal Five? <laughs> like, yes. so I was like, why are we in the international terminal at the end of the terminal? Yeah. It was, like, really like the apocalypse that
0: happened. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: fucking weird. Ay ay ay. Um, yeah. So that's chairs. 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 <laughs> Fuck chairs. Yeah, I was gonna
0: th- Fuck chairs. For
2: real. Ugh. Give me standing any day. I or mean, lounging.
1: Not, I won't say give me standing any day because that's a lot of pressure on my poor little Did joint baby. That's true. But, uh. Give me better quality chairs every day. More thoughtful chairs. Mm -hmm. Thoughtful
2: chairs, yes. (laughs) Um, Cool. So the next question um, was posed by Tara Branham, who is a director in in the Chicago area. She says, Fat folks had rehearsal today, and our writing prompt was, when did you first realize you were fat? Most accounts were at least in part due to sizing of clothes in stores slash shopping for clothes. Either way, a question I'd love to hear guests of Fat Chat respond to. So when did you first realize you were fat? Me or Kida? Let's go Kida.
0: So I remember this is one of my very early childhood memories. Um, I went to the doctor with my mom and... He did my whole, like, you know, checkup and all that stuff. And I remember standing outside of the doctor's office. When my mom was still talking to the doctor. And I don't remember the exact words I was said. But, you know, she was like, I think it was a l- along the lines of, like, everything's great. The only thing is she is the F word. And or, like, you got to talk to her about becoming the F word. And how I old bec- were you at this point? Yeah, I was less than 10. I just want a nine-year-old kid to be like, I'm fucked. Is that that what you're saying? I'm fucked. And (laughs) like given like, you know, adult language that just like flew like the fucking star spangled whatever on like a nice sunny day in America. Don't know why I went with that. But um, yes. Um, With, you know, cuss words flying here and there, I was like, what? And I realized like. The only thing that makes sense in that situation is me being fat. And I think that is where also being bigger also became like a negative connotation for me mm-hmm. and has essentially set the stage for the rest of my existence. <laughs> I don't
2: remember when I first realized I was fat. Um it must have been around, but it must have been around kindergarten first grade. Um, because that was when I was around other kids my age for the first time. And all of my friends were really, really, like, bean pole kids. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I wasn't even, I like, I wasn't really a, a fat kid until third grade. Like, that was when, like, doctors were starting to, like, be shitty to me. <laughs> um, uh, but I remember knowing I was fat... And I remember that there, uh, I was in, I think I was in second grade, or I remember being eight. I remember specifically that I was eight. And the song, Do You Believe in Life After Love by Cher was very popular. (laughs) Oh, boy. Sorry to have just aged me. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. But I, um, I remember I was in my room and that was when crop tops were very popular oh, yeah, and I had and I remember that I was getting ready I, I was thinking about what I wanted to do for my school's variety show and I was like I want to sing that Cher song but I feel like I would need to wear a crop top for it and I I'm so sorry I'm not letting I, know. I just am no, laughing know.
1: at eight year old logic
2: where you're know. like do you
1: believe, believe in, in life, life after, after love I clearly need to wear, wear a crop top I know. would need to wear a crop top for it
2: and I'm too fat for that yeah that breaks my heart yeah. yeah and I remember being like well then I guess I can't do that song because I'm too fat for the crop top <laughs> like I mean, like, ridiculous eight-year-old logic. But, uh, yeah, also, like, really shitty. I also remember in third grade that there was a day that, for some reason, we all, there was like, we were told that after lunch, we all had to weigh ourselves.
0: Yeah. I remember what being, like, weighing myself in elementary school.
2: Like, there was a, like, I one. I think they wanted us to. I just never did it. One particular day in third grade, there was a scale In the front of my class and i remember everybody left everybody left and i remember that before lunch i got on the scale and i was 95 pounds and i remember that and i remember think like and i i was like nine and for some reason in my head i was like that's too fat for a nine to be nine that's too fat and then after lunch i came back and we had to weigh ourselves and then i remembered that i was hundred. And then after lunch, I was 100 pounds. And I just, like, it crushed me. Because I had eaten lunch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you had done a very normal human thing. Right. And I remember I was like, I can't believe that just happened. Mm. Yeah. So those are, like, two kind of, like, very early, like, your fat memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay this is hard
1: to explain like even before i was fat and aware of being fat i was always big mm-hmm. i was the tallest kid in the class i'm not super tall but i hit this height at 10 how tall are you like five six and a half five seven okay but like i was at i 10. was at 10 and i i had i got a period by nine and i already was wearing a c cup by 10. wild so like i was like <laughs> not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> 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 I was living a Britney Spears life, um, but like, so I was always just like this, like weird body, right? i and I'm so muscular that I w- it was always just like, like big, yeah. And so there was never a time, even pre being actually fat, of not understanding I was big, right? So I have no. Awareness moment of uh fatness. I have more awareness moments of me trying to quote unquote remedy that situation. Yeah. And not even recognizing that, like, if you are nine and you have a period and you are wearing a C cup and you're already like five five, right? Because I between nine and ten, I grew two more inches, like there's that's that
2: yeah right like i was just like
1: i was just like freakishly grown yeah um and i think that yeah so it's hard for me because there's never a time where i haven't been aware of my fatness i am more painfully aware of those moments where i tried to like fix this thing Yeah. Because I was being told it was bad and wrong. Yeah. When I was just like, but I'm just giant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a big person. Well, And I was like always weirdly strong, right? Because like I hated gym because so many fat kids hate gym. Mm -hmm. But like I remember playing soccer when I was like in sixth grade. And... I went to kick the ball and like the, like someone else came and tried to kick the ball and, Oh, do you need me to sit back? No, you're fine. I can adjust. Okay. You're good. Um, b- unveiling behind the curtain. You're fine. I moved people. <laughs> um, uh, I went to kick the ball and someone else came and so I didn't really quite kick the ball and there was like a person here, me, and then a girl right here and I ended up still in motion of the kick and I accidentally kicked the girl and broke her knee.
2: Oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I was just like a tank. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was like, I back squat 260 pounds when my knees are in good shape. Like, I am a tank of a human. Seriously? Yeah.
2: That's incredible. Like I back squatted like a hundred the other day and I was like, I'm amazing. (laughs) I
1: did rehab squats the other day. It was the first time I had done squats since dislocating my knee the last time. And I did 200 pounds. Damn. In a rehab. So like this, I'm just a wall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a human wall. I've got a low center of gravity. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hard to knock down. Um, My my (laughs) voice teacher in
2: college always told me that I was sturdy. I was like, you're not wrong. You're not (laughs) wrong.
1: I know what you mean by that. But also, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, like, I... Hard to knock down. (laughs) (laughs) Hard to knock down. I keep getting back up again. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so, like, I always, like, it's, I do think people have, like, very clear, definitive moments, but I have just always been big.
2: Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, so then, uh, the next question, um, is sent by KT, and, uh, they asked, how to talk about weight-related body image with a partner who's never experienced fat phobia? So we actually talked a, a bit about this topic before we recorded because we were we all kind of I read that question and we all kind of like jostled. Mm-hmm. We we were we were uh, yeah, we were displaced. Yeah. <laughs> um and I think that it's a really I think that it it's a it's a conversation that extends past romantic partners mm-hmm. and kind of bleeds into the world at large of like, how do we communicate what is going on with us, what we experience and all of that with people who have no idea what we're talking about and who have been conditioned to discredit any, any oppression we may be facing as our fault and or temporary. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah do we want to start with partners yeah sure um so personally um i've been romantic with three there there have been i've had three romantic partners two of whom were very thin one of whom is my current partner and he's just a big person. <laughs> he's just a thick boy. He's a thick boy. Um uh but he so like with Daniel I don't really like that's not really an issue but um with my previous two partners it was a weird thing because it was more to do with um it had more to do with like how it manifested was me being insecure about a thing, and them not understanding why. Mm-hmm. Because you know they could like, you know, throw their shirt off and like it, it like yeah, it's like they're scrawny, but like they're not being <laughs> oppressed because they're scrawny. I hate. That. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or
2: they're not
1: being told. Oh, you're so brave for taking your shirt off. Yeah,
2: it's like no, like yeah, I can see your ribs, and it's it's weird, but Mm -hmm. like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like it was more so having to explain, like oh, yeah, me going to the beach is kind of a thing. Um, Yeah, okay, but like let's like let's let's be let's take our time with it, and like. Like oh, but like come on, like we only have so many hours in, that we can do this. Blah blah blah. Like we gotta go, we gotta go. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but like okay, yeah, gotta work my way up together. Like okay, yeah. let's yeah, yeah, um. And I think that to this question, I never really figured out how to effectively do it, and it was kind of the undoing of it. Because I, I really, up until that, like at that point in my life, I was not okay with myself. Hmm. I was very unhappy with myself, and so I, I actually don't know. I mean, to a certain extent, I've had to do that. I've, I've done that with Daniel just because, like, I am bigger than he is, mm-hmm. and so in that sense, it's just about frankness. I've, ex- I've, I've found that that's the best way of like being in a situation where, like, I don't feel well and being asked about it and just being like, here's what I'm experiencing. This is why I feel this way. It has to do with this. I hope that you can understand that. Yeah. That, that I have found has been effective. What is your, like, what have your experiences been? Um, I...
1: Every long-term significant partner I've had has been thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was clearly a fetishist, which I didn't. I was young and didn't realize until mm. it was we were in it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, I was like, oh, 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 and then I'd have to be like, you need to not do this because you think this is complementarian. Complimentary? Not
2: complimentarian. Yeah. Oh, Jesse. It's a new brand of people. Yeah, that, that sounded that sounded like uh like, po- yeah, like a political party. I, I, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes. Sorry, rewind <laughs> Brain, start over. Ugh. Um, no, it, like I knew he thought he was being complimentary, and I was like, but you're fetishizing my body. Mm-hmm. And he could not understand that at first. Uh which I think there's a lot of dudes who like still to this day in my dating life like men will be like oh don't worry I like your curves and I'm like motherfucker wasn't worried if you're talking to me I'm gonna make that assumption right, <laughs> like, like, right. and the moment you say it it gets weird right. just don't say it that's just a general rule don't 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 give any woman approval over their body yeah God. like let women. <laughs> Whew. I mean, just let women exist in whatever body they want to exist in, right. and I mean women with a Y. Um yeah. <laughs> The larger, larger, you know, any folks essentially. Uh, so that you know that like first very significant long term partner, I realized was like, oh, you're you're just like weirdly fetishizing me, and then one who, like I've <sighs> all of my partners. It's been interesting because there's also been a lot of like cultural differences, right? Like I dated someone who is Turkish for a year and then we went to Turkey together. And going to Turkey together, that's like a real weird experience because I realized that the women who disliked me in Turkey were all the fat women. Oh, interesting. Like I would like we would be walking down streets in Istanbul and we'd be like very clearly affectionate with one another and i would be getting dirty looks from fat women not thin women and that blew my mind why i honestly don't know and from what you know because i said to him i go what is happening why is it only fat women And his automatic response was like, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm actually genuinely curious, right? Because, like, his automatic response was to, like, protect Protect me. Like, and... That's a slippery... That is a slippery slope, right? So his automatic response was to protect me. And I was like, no, like, I'm actually okay. It's weird, but I'm okay. But, like, I don't understand why it's only fat women. Like, the thin women seem to, like, not give a fuck. And... You know, he's like, it's a culture, really beauty obsessed. And fat women are just not afforded a lot of options here. Like, there's not a lot of...
0: Another fat woman's walking down the block with one of their... quote
1: Not... Well, I think it was partially that. Also partially just that I was, like, cute. Do you know what I mean? Like, dress cute. And, like, I had, like... And so it was,
0: like... Like, you found comfort in yourself. Yeah.
1: And they're just, like, the beauty... Industry there is
0: Discounts just... Discounts them.
1: It just... Let's say disc- Like, well, because, like, oh, it's not yeah. even, like, here where we're discarded, but, like, people still want our money. So we'll have, like, things like Tord or Lane Bryant or... Right. Like, they don't have anything,
0: really. Oh sucks.
1: And there's, like, a... There was, like, a fair amount and, like, of fat women I f- saw. And so it was, like, this, like... What were they wearing? Well, like, you know traditional Muslim garb. Oh, okay. So, or because like, but then I started to think because Istanbul is like really cosmopolitan, right? Like it's not like it is uh, an Islamic country, but it's sort of like, it's an Islamic democracy. So like most of the people are dressed like very cute. Yeah. But maybe have a hijab on, right? Sure. But then I realized none of the fat women were dressed cute. Damn. They were all in very traditional garb. And I was like, oh, I am. The- like, that's part of this is that they're like, like, there is the thing where, like, I'm with one of the men who lives there and that's a problem. But also this, like, I am not apologizing for my body by literally putting on bolts of fabric.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I
1: kind of was like, and I mean, I really can't speak to, like, if that is a cultural expectation for a fat woman or a result of not having enough options. Yeah. Um. But that was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Because I kept being like, no, 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 why is it only the fat women? And, he, and, like, his, like, he was like, just don't worry about it. Don't worry. I was like, no, no, no. No, Like, no, but, but I'm why? curious. But I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, and like the men I'm currently seeing uh I'm at a place where like I everyone I'm currently seeing is more attracted to my brain than anything else. Like don't yeah. get me wrong, like that's part of the yeah, the process, but like I don't feel weird about my body they no. Let me <laughs> remind. They don't make me feel weird about my body. Yeah. Right. Like there's. They're not saying something that is like weirdly fetishy and gross. They're not saying oh it's okay. Which like, I, I think um, there have been partners I've been with who I've dated who were thin, who were attracted to me, but didn't know how to do you, like talk about it mm-hmm. so they'd be like but it's okay it's okay and i'm like i didn't say it wasn't okay right like <laughs> right and you gotta sort of like go into those conversations like especially at the point where you're like with someone you know what their intention is you right. know they're not trying to be dismissive or you know and you have to say no this is a thing like this is a marginalized thing and i get to say like no it's it's weird you know like it can be weird sometimes walking around in a fat body and i love that this is not the way in which you define me but you also have to recognize that this is part of me right this is part of my
2: experience and this is part of what i bring into this relationship yeah keto what is your experience on this topic
0: so i think it's good that y'all inform me because i can't really speak to partners but i can speak to I guess, trying to get friends, like, on the, hey, you might have some internalized fat phobia Mm. train, you know? And it's hard. And I feel weird talking. I guess, like, not, like, it's hard. Because I've been, like, thinking about how to, like, talk about this, but it's a very good example. And just in case, like, the person's, like, listening. You know, like, I love them very much, but it was really hard For me to come to a turning point where I had to kind of put a wall up within our friendship for my personal safety. Right. And like, because we have some things in common, you know, um, only she is much thinner. Like she can walk into literally any store. Like there's no problem. Right. Like less than like a size eight. And... We both enjoy fitness. We both enjoy eating, you know. But then when it came down to, and we talk about body positivity and body liberation a lot, which is why, at least up until you know a certain point, I saw her as a safe person. Um, damn, this sounds really harsh coming out. Um, it's really not. I, okay. I, I, you're fine. Okay, like yeah. you,
2: this like honestly like as far as people in your life unpacking internalized that phobia like it's like weird shitty burden of education yeah stuff and that's why I think that it's hard to talk about it and call out yeah because because it is so internalized yeah like there there's a part of it that a lot of times people don't even see as wrong. Yeah, and I don't think
1: there's another subject of marginalization where it is so quickly dismissed by people's feelings. I'm allowed to have my feelings. Yeah. Right? And that is this really sticky wicket because am I negating someone's feelings? No. Am I saying there's a better way to communicate those feelings that doesn't simultaneously put my body down? Absolutely
0: right yeah and so that's kind of and it and i mean i was just in a weird place as well because i have like my times as like i feel like everybody does on like their healing journey and i think i was in the dip and i saw somebody posted like this really long victory post about how she lost x amount of weight and now she like can live this new life and blah 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 and i was like you know i'm happy that you're happy but like do you have to like put your old self down like do you or or, like you know like just the before and after situation like (laughs) you know so there was uh one of the very like uh fat friendly
1: fat positive nutritionists Mm -hmm. on instagram posted something recently where she said do you really feel that much better after losing weight or do you are you experiencing society treating you like a fully realized person right, for the full exactly. t- first time? And I was like, "Oh, damn!" Like I right. was like, "Like, yeah,
0: that is correct, right?" right. Like, and yeah. like, hey, maybe you do because you did. Like, I don't, I don't, you know. But like, yes, that is the point that essentially I was trying to make when I shared that post with my friend, and we kind of had like a really weird back and forth about essentially. Like essentially, what that point was making. It's like, do you like actually feel better now that you've lost all this weight, or is it like, hey, by the way, I've lost like a hundred plus pounds. Look at me, you know, like look at me doing like the thing that everybody wants us to do, right? And, then, and like, it, it's it's even weird. I don't want to get into too much detail, but well, it's
1: like- a societal victory, right?
0: It's societal victory, exactly. And, but but it it shouldn't be right. Like that's right. the thing. It's like we're tr-
1: what we're trying to say is that like my worth, my moral worth, my humanization shouldn't be tied up into losing weight. Exactly.
0: And we got to kind of like an odds because this friend also does like medical things. And it was one of those things where I realized I was like, holy shit, like because you you, you, you think because you study science and all this stuff, like there's like a legitimate reason that, like you're you're justified in your fat phobia essentially. That's what that like not not to say like that's not my feeling, right? But oh no, no 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 yeah but it's
1: like but also those those are people who know there's just study after study coming out that all the science we have on fatness is actually just incorrect, right? In part because it's been funded by diet companies, right? For years, right? Right. right. It services the diet industry. To say you will be better if you're thinner, right? Like that services that industry. And if they are putting the money up for all of these quote unquote studies that are medical studies, of course the conclusion of those studies is thinner is better, right? Yeah. But that's because it's funded by people who make money off of you losing weight,
0: right? Yeah. And so it was just one of those things where it's like, We had to take a break for a little bit, and I don't necessarily think that like we talk, you know, more than we did a couple months ago. But I don't, I don't know if that break is truly over, especially for me. You know, so and and I think it's still weird because it's still very fresh. But I mean, has there been any demonstrated like change? We don't talk about body stuff anymore, and that's probably and that's not probably definitely because I don't stare at there anymore. Yeah. Or if we do, like, like just, I think we both realize that that's something that we'll never get back.
1: I think it's also really hard sometimes in friendships. Like, there are people that I have made decisions that I will carry them with me the rest of my life. And when they, uh, and I mean that, like, I don't mean that in a weird, like, they're just friends for life. Yeah. And when they say something, I say, this really hurt me. And here are the reasons why and I engage in a conversation. And then there are people where when they start that kind of stuff, I'm like, bye forever. You have just been crossed off my list. Right. Like, I don't have the mental energy to keep having this conversation over and over with you. Right.
0: And I think and it's it's weird because she is one of those people that I feel like I will know and like cherish for a very, very long time. But I crossed, like, that, like, conversation, not just with her, per se, but just in general of having that conversation over and over. It's like, you're still going to be there, but there's, like, a... There's definitely, like, a special gate that you no longer... You shall not pass.
1: <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Back to... We've been discussing Gandalf off mic all day, and now what? it's on mic.
0: Yeah, like, Full of a took.
1: Um... <laughs> yeah i it's hard right because like it's hard when your friends don't hear you say this is hurtful right that you're saying things that are hurtful which you know that is the emotional side where i am right now is i get i just get very direct and i'm like Okay, this language actually makes it harder for every fat person to get medical care. It makes it harder for every fat person to be able to find clothes that fit them. Mm -hmm. It makes it harder for every fat person to be able to walk into a gym and just like do things like take care of their body in a way they want to. It makes it harder for every fat person to exist and be humanized. Right. And if you do not understand that, you do not recognize my humanity. And that is period,
2: end of sentence. Yeah. No, there are, I have very few friends that I feel comfortable talking about the experiences of fat phobia I've had. And mainly because the, the, and mainly because I feel like, In other, like if I were to bring it up to other people in my life, the reaction, like for example, I had an instance where I experienced fat phobia at a job and I don't tell many people about that aspect of that negative, of that bad job because I feel like it would be a thing of like, what? But you're not even fat. What are you talking like? People like trying to like brush aside yeah. like that whole that whole like what? No, what are you?
1: But what? And that again goes back to that difficult thing where your friends they think they're being helpful by being right. like they uh, you- like it's again like that language sometimes people use where they're like, oh you're not fat, you're beautiful. It's like I didn't Ah oh, fuck
2: that. I didn't say I wasn't beautiful. I right. am I get to
1: be both things.
2: I get to be fat and beautiful. I was literally when you were talking about your partner, I was like I was like, that's gonna be my oh. Because
1: I and it wasn't like he just was so angry about it and wanted me to know he felt bad about it. But I was like, "But like, cool. That's not that's not the conversation we're having. We can have that conversation because he wasn't. You know, I will say like, like, I don't know if either of you have ever had occasion to read the Neil Labute play, Fat Pig. Don't do it. Don't do it I've to heard yourselves.
0: Heard horrible things about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But the the like punchline of let me spoiler alert. Dot dot dot. The <laughs> the um show essentially is uh attractive and generic man falls in love with very interesting but fat woman and attractive generic man decides oh i don't i can't i love you and i love everything about you but i can't
2: handle how people look at us in public so i'm breaking up with you Uh. there's a narrative like that on new girl yeah well because the (coughs) have you watched new girl yeah no no so Schmidt dates his college girlfriend.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that yeah. went over my head.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: forgot about that.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Because the character Schmidt was fat in college, and then when he moved to LA, he lost a bunch of weight, and now he's like a fitness, like, type A, weird, neurotic guy, um, and he, there's an arc where he briefly gets back together with his college girlfriend, who was also fat. But she was small fat. Yeah, (laughs) even (laughs) though, right? She was, like, chubby. Right.
1: (laughs) Well, it's also a really toxic narrative that when we talk about, like, relationships we get to see in the media, and, like, it's only fat people with other fat people. Right. Like, we never get to see a fat. I, I think we talked about... I don't know if we talked about this on we an t- episode we ta- that got lost. We,
2: Yeah. No, we talked about this on an episode that we decided not to release.
1: Ah, uh, yes. That episode. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh Mysteries.
1: <laughs> um, uh, but like, like the only thing I can think of, of a fat woman, like a truly fat woman getting it on with a thin, beautiful man is Gabby Sidibe in Empire. Ugh. And people like freaked out about it. And I was like, but like, that's my life. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for showing my life. All like, right. like, uh, yeah. And I do think that then, you know, because we don't get to see that modeled anywhere, we don't get to see it in media. When fat people date thin people, that thin person actually doesn't have a good guidepost to figure, you know what I mean? Like, like we have no demonstrable modeling of that type of a
2: relationship. Right. And that's where, that's honestly the root of this question is like, how do, you ex- how do you as a fat person explain to your thin partner who is attracted to you and does want to be with you, mm-hmm. how do you explain to that person how this all works other than the obvious it works because we like each other? Right. I
1: point out when people stare at us. I point out when, you know, or like I think um, uh, there's like a great passage in Shrill where Lindy West is talking about dating a Amalfi, like when they started dating, they'd be like holding hands and they'd be like, are you guys roommates? (laughs) And she'd be like, yeah. "Yeah." (laughs) But also, you know, like, I think there are, um, I do feel like it's starting to change. Yeah. And hopefully when we see this more and more, and I mean, like, see it not just like on the street, but like, In representation, I you know, like, there was a play that happened in Chicago, and I sadly did not get to go see it, but I've read it. Uh, The play was called I Want to Fucking Tear You Apart. Nice. And it was about, um, the main character is a fat woman, and it's about kind of her codependent relationship with her gay roommate. But one of the things that exists in this play is that she is dating a very attractive man. And, like, it's not even really discussed, except for in the play, it's like... I think his name is Mike. Mike walks in super attractive. Like, like, just like, like, and that he, you know, like, he's existing in her life as this, like, very attractive boyfriend. And I was like, yes, yes, because, like, it was the first time. I mean, this play was incredible for many reasons when I read it, but it was the first time I had seen that and it was just like there. Yeah. Like no one said anything about it. It was just Like there. he wasn't
2: it wasn't like, "Oh, here comes Mike the chubby chaser." Like, no, it was just like, "Here comes Mike, he's smoking hot. Let's continue with the story." Yeah. Correct. Correct.
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Yes. Yes. Thank you." <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it all this to say, I think it's hard and I think that, you know, It's important to start these conversations, and I think it's also important to understand some people won't be capable of hearing it. And, like, we get to decide then if that means they stay in our lives or not. Right. And that's hard. It is hard. There's nothing not hard about that.
2: Right. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's our humanity. Yeah.
1: At the end of the day, we're another day older.
2: Thanks, <laughs> thanks Valjean. <laughs> yeah, for <not> real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, on that fucking note, <laughs> um, if you if you liked uh, hearing us answer questions, then maybe you should ask us a question. Yeah. Um, you can. Saw, Where can they do that? Actually, so real talk. I saw on our Instagram. Is there a, is there a Fat Chat Gmail? did i create one and i
1: forgot there might be there's a there's
2: a post on our instagram that says choose an email at fatchatposse at gmail.com oh shit did i create a (laughs)
1: fatchatposse at gmail.com email i really might have like when this all very first started like the first iteration of this before i even came to you right Maybe there might be... I should figure that out. Yeah. I, I will do... So I will open up my computer and try to sign on to that email and see
2: if it's, like, <laughs> uh, existing. So in the meantime, you can email scopymag at gmail.com with the subject line, Fat Chat, and we will...
1: Also, we should just tell them where they can follow Fat oh, Chat,
2: yeah. like, on the grams. Yeah. I think that it says that in our, our oh, in our so outro. In outro. Oh, Yeah. You know, I forgot what we've done. Yeah, we we shout our Facebook. I, I, I think it's deeply funny, the thought that we're... <laughs> that immediately following this, there's going to be our fucking outro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shoot us an email. Shoot us a DM. Um, slip into our, slide, slip, is it slip or slide? Is that what the user say? Either, honestly. Yeah. Okay. I th- I've, I've heard slide. slide is, yeah. Slide into
1: my DMs. Yeah. yeah. Slip I mean, sl- sl-
2: usually I'll just like answer your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean like if there's, if there, cause the, the people who are, um, who have admin over the, the Instagram are myself to a much lesser degree and then Jesse. Predominantly, <laughs> I mean,
1: but also if you want that to change, that's okay. <laughs> I
2: just love talking to everybody. Yeah, no, well, so, but we, we see your questions. We see your DMs. We see your, your um, hand clapping emojis. Um, and yeah, cool, cool. cool I think cool. we're done. Bye, baby. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to see more of what we're up to, you can head over to Instagram at Fat Chat Posse. You can head over to Facebook at Fat Chat. And you can send us an email at Scoppymag at gmail.com, subject line Fat Chat. Thanks so much for fattening with us.